As we uh, kickstart our Friday afternoon, we, uh, we of course do that with Dennis and Health Naturally. G'day, mate. How are you there? I'm very well, Mark. How are you? I'm pretty good, Dennis. Now, That's good. I good, have good. to say that we're, we're sort of getting towards the end of the mm-hmm. year yes. and maybe a chance to sort of just look back and go um, some of the big popular topics that have uh, yeah. you've been seeing either in either here on the phone or in your healing yeah. rooms. Look, I think that's a great topic to start the program with today and we might in fact continue it for the next couple of sessions. But I'm happy about that. And in fact, I was giving some thought to it and what I'd like to do today is review one of the most popular things that's requested, information on recurring urinary tract infections things like cystitis. And the upside of just reviewing some things that you've already talked about, you don't have to put any planning into the last couple of us. <laughs> How'd you guess? Although... That's exactly what I do, mate, from time to time. <laughs> All right, uh, nice and relaxed. He, he just, I don't think he's missing is his glass of red. It seems oh, like that's all that's missing. I, I thought you were going to have that here in front of us for, for Christmas celebration. No, no, it's, it's not John Mockerhausen, mate. We just, we just don't have that here. G'day to you at Gay at uh, Gateshead. You have some questions for Dennis today. What's happening? Thank you for taking my call, Dennis. That's a pleasure, Gay. Um, a friend of mine has got cirrhosis. Yes, I understand. And he wakes up in the morning yes. and his bed is just full of skin. Oh, it dear, dear. Rushes during the night. Yes. It's everywhere. Okay. <laughs> Let me just explain to listeners, Gay, what psoriasis is. Psoriasis is a skin condition. It's characterised by patches of scales, dry scales, which can restrict themselves to the elbows and the knees. But unfortunately, the condition can affect other areas, in fact, the whole of the body, including the head. And it is characterised by constant, uh, rapid scaling of the skin, which brings about with it severe uh, irritation, uh, which causes embarrassment also. Very, very difficult condition to treat. I would say even medically it's difficult to treat. Let me ask you a question, Gay. Has yeah. your has your dear friend uh, been treated medically for psoriasis? Um, he's he's um, seen his doctor. Good. And they gave him cream, but he's yeah. tried every cream that he can think of because I've been finding the cream as well and I've been getting him to try it. Yes. But yes. he has it all over his body. How old is your friend, Gay? Um, he's 55. Okay. Is he on much other medication? No, he's not. Okay. How long has he had the psoriasis for? Oh, for a few years now. Okay. Look, just a few hints here. Um, I'm sure his good doctor is doing the best that he can. In, in severe cases of psoriasis... A dermatologist will prescribe uh, what are called immunosuppressant drugs or, and or steroids, and sometimes that's necessary. Your GP would be the best one to make the initial uh, interpretation of whether that was uh, necessary and referral to a, to a specialist. But I'll pass on a few hints for him. Uh, as far as uh, the treatment that characterises Western herbalism, is very much based on a group of herbs. And interestingly, interestingly, the leading herb, and many listeners might sort of raise their eyebrows at this, the leading herb to be taken orally for an extended period of time is the herb sarsaparilla. 
Now, sarsaparilla <coughs> is frequently known as a, as a drink, a beverage, but yeah. it is a medicinal herb and one of the most, uh, well, it's an old herb used in Western herbalism, first located in South America. And it contains some chemical constituents which over a period of time lead to some degree of clearing of the condition depending upon how severe it is and how long it's been. Now, fortunately, uh, sarsaparilla, taken as an oral medication and procured from a compounding pharmacist and a herbalist or a naturopath, is not that expensive. And it's taken both in liquid and solid form. Liquid form is probably the best. And usually it's prescribed, well, I prescribe it in the dose of about five mils of a liquid extract taken three times daily. But let me just say, if your dear friend is to go down this pathway, he should not expect an overnight result. Psoriasis is a chronic, long, long-standing disease and might need to be worked at for some time. But a remedy that might well be useful is the herb sarsaparilla, which is taken orally in the right dose as a liquid extract for a period of time. Now, apart from that, there are a few herbs that are useful as what we call topical applications. And it might surprise you and listeners to know that one of the most useful herbs that's used topically to treat psoriasis is the herb chickweed. Now, you would be aware of chickweed. It's a common garden weed or a garden herb although at this time of the year it has largely uh, stopped uh, growing because it's getting too hot for it. But what we refer to as an infused oil of chickweed, that is where the chickweed is taken and infused in an oil, usually olive oil, and then filtered off, that oil can sometimes be remarkable in alleviating the scaling and some of the itch associated with psoriasis. Yeah, well, that's what's annoying him the most. Is it? Okay. Well, look, um, that's that's the way that I would go. You can sometimes get uh, from a pharmacy or a health food store a chickweed ointment. Um, Now, that's okay, but if it's all over him, the infused oil of chickweed uh, is probably the better way to go because you can smear it all over the body, whereas an ointment can be a little bit uh, limiting and a little bit messy, yes. al- although it, did, it, it has proven uh, very successful. In fact, a colleague of mine, uh, a student of mine, uh, years ago, she and myself were the first to develop a chickweed ointment in this country and led to the first uh, ointment of the product being made. So we know a little bit about both forms of it. But the infused oil of chickweed is useful. And um, look, look, what I will do, if you can give, uh, hang on and give to the uh, receptionist your uh, address and name, I will send to you free of charge a small uh, sample of uh, infused oil of chickweed that you can try on your dear friend to see oh, if it makes a difference. Oh, that'd be great. I make no promises, but I'll be happy to do it, Gay. All right, uh, Gay, if you can uh, just hang on for a sec there, we'll uh, get Sally to uh, assist you with that. And uh, Dennis, are you playing Santa today? I have a Santa in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean my... <laughs> wow. My giving away of things. Yes. <laughs> I've got this 
Well, I don't know whether it's a Santa or a, a dog, or, uh, but there's something looking at me all the time. Well, it's, I'm it's amused the, by it. It's that Christmas dog. <laughs> oh, I um, see. It's, I think it's supposed to be a reindeer, but it's definitely a dog. Okay, so you brought it here so that I could look at it. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. He's looking at you. Well, don't that, you worry about that. That worries me. <laughs> Have you been uh, naughty or nice? That's the big question. Uh, well, I sometimes ask myself what either of those terms mean. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a little deep there. Dennis Stewart, who's uh, playing Santa today, and you've got the beard for it. Well, that's a good point. Yes. It's a start. It's a, it's, a start. it's a good starting base. Yeah. And uh, look, in the next little bit, Dennis, we'll actually be getting into uh, some of your uh, sort of reflecting on the year and uh, some of the things that have uh, been talked about, not only mm. here, but of course, uh, right across uh, your healing rooms uh, throughout mm. 2023. Mm. In the meanwhile, g'day, Gary at Mannering Park. You have an eczema uh, question for Dennis today, Gary. Yeah. Hello, Gary. G'day, Dennis. How are you? I'm very well. Yeah, um, with eczema, that uh, yes. last lady you're talking to, yes. would that chick breed do the same thing for eczema? Oh, look, it, it is very effective in eczema. Uh, let mm-hmm. me just explain to listeners, Gary, what eczema is. Eczema is obviously a skin condition, and it's characterised by a lot of inflammation, a lot of heat, a lot of uh, irritation, itch, and sometimes even discharge. I know a fair bit about it, Gary, because as a young uh, a student of engineering in Sydney, trying to look after myself and feed myself, I contracted eczema, and um, I know all the symptoms and I know all the treatments associated with it, and it was, in fact, uh, my success in managing my eczema with some natural medicine approaches that encouraged me to jump ship as far as engineering was concerned, even though I was a good engineer, I jumped ship and uh, decided to uh, get into complementary medicine. Yes, look, uh, chickweed is very well uh, received as far as a topical application for eczema is concerned, and a chickweed ointment uh, is useful, as would be the infused oil of chickweed. But let me just say, um, good as those topical applications are or might be, A lot would depend upon the severity of the eczema and I'm not at all opposed to a sensible medical application under a GP of uh, low-strength steroid or other medications if they are necessary. Frequently, however, uh, the condition can be managed with what I consider to be softer topical applications, particularly in the more chronic phase and the use of chickweed ointment or the infused oil of chickweed is a good starting base. Let me just say also with eczema, a couple of things that might be useful, and I have had a classic case of this only recently in my consulting rooms at New Lambton with a very elderly lady who has had a very chronic uh, dry eczema for very very many years. Uh, What's known as oil of evening primrose, a very well-known oil, uh, comes both... Uh, in in an encapsulated form or in a bottled form. The encapsulated form is the easiest uh, to take medically and used in, I recommend, a dosage of about 6,000 milligrams of the oil of evening primrose, and that's usually uh, two 1,000 milligram capsules three times daily. That, when used over a period of time, the essential fatty acid content of evening primrose oil has given it a reputation of benefit in many cases of eczema, particularly in kids' eczema. So 
If I were going to treat uh, or recommend anything to you, Gary, apart from chickweed ointment as a natural medicine with a reputation, I'd suggest you also reinforce your treatment with the harmless preparation of oil of evening primrose. Very, very uh, useful. That puts you in the launching pad for a better result. Herbs that are sometimes used to address it, probably the main herb used in European herbalism and made famous by the German medical practitioner, Dr. Rudolf Weiss, is the herb known as Heartsease. It has a very, very strong reputation as a useful herb to address the various active stages of eczema. If you were to Google it, uh, you would get an adequate confirmation of what I've said. Yeah, right. All right, best of luck with everything there, uh, Gary. I know there's a lot to take in, but I'm sure uh, you'll be able to put some of that to the test. 49216216, if you have a, a question for Dennis today on Health Naturally. Dennis, we're going to knock this one out of the way before we uh-huh. keep moving. Um, obviously, we're coming up to Christmas, and the next two weeks will be the last two weeks of our lifestyle yes. programs, Health yes. Naturally being one. Yes. Now, I won't be here for those because uh, I've been kicked out. They've been said you've got to have some holidays, oh, so okay. bugger off. Okay. So I need to, knock, need to lock this down with you now. 2024, because as I hit hit Hunter Street, people ask me, Dennis, is he coming back next year, 2024? Will there be a health naturally with Dennis Stewart? I would say yes, God willing. All right, so you've got a couple of weeks this year, have a rest, and then you're coming back for a big 2024. Yes, God willing. Wow, so don't get so excited. <laughs> Health Naturally with uh, Dennis Stewart, who is ready to take on some more of your calls, just like you. G'day, John at Nelson Bay. Uh, you have uh, something for Dennis today. What's happening, John? Oh, my gosh, mate. Just a bit of a reminiscence more than anything. I just didn't get a chance to ring him in the last four or five weeks. Uh, he mentioned Friar's Balsam there about five or six weeks ago, and it took me back to my grandmother. Yes. Uh, like 74 now, and uh, that would have been about nearly 70 mm. years ago. Yes. I can remember sitting over her pudding bowl, the ceramic yeah. pudding bowl, water and the <laughs> yeah. prize balsam, yeah. yep. yep. all over her head. Yeah. Um, they just put me back there. My memory I'd lost forever, and mm. they brought it straight back to me. You know, so it was unbelievable. You, yeah. know, you, you know what um, I'm sad about, John? Um, um, I've got a few runs on the board, put it that way, and I can remember Fry's balsam, uh, as you can, but... Um, what troubles me these days is that a lot of those uh, well-proven domestic remedies that uh, we all knew about and most households accessed and utilised sensibly, most of all those old remedies have been forgotten. Yeah, and um, and now, now we seem to be dependent uh, on heavier medications, usually expensive and sometimes requiring a script and giving you a better result, particularly in, um, in upper respiratory tract problems, giving you uh, no better a result than the simpler processes that were used in the old days. I, I still believe that inhalations such as Fry's balsam and other uh, essential oil preparations, Olbus oil also is a good one, I still believe that they are effective adjuncts to any treatment for upper respiratory tract problems what the old uh, therapists used to call upper respiratory tract catarrh. And uh, I would encourage all listeners uh, to look at some of the older remedies. We've got to get back to them because, in my opinion, the cost of modern medicine 
is going to rapidly outstrip the ability of the ordinary person to be able to afford not only the treatments, but some of the preparations that prescribed. The moment this country ceases to have a government-funded uh, system, we will be very, very much on our knees. So I'm saying, I hope that never comes about, but I'm encouraging people like yourself, who has experienced the benefit of it, to look at some of the older remedies. Ask your GPs about some of the older remedies. Introduce them to them, because what I've found in teaching many of the GPs over the years, my system of herbal medicine, that many of them are as fascinated in some of these remedies as I am, and in board, indeed take some of them on board. Good on you for mentioning Fry's Balsam. As far as I'm aware, still available from our good pharmacists, who in themselves are remarkable therapists, and I'm glad the pharmacists have come into their own more than they ever have before, in my opinion. All right, best of luck uh, with that, John, and it was a nice uh, bit of reminiscing there, Dennis. It was indeed. So, so why is it, I will be very short on this because yeah, Alan's yeah, way in yeah. the corner for what Why do you think that a lot of things that were tried and true, and we're, we're talking in this yeah, case yeah, 70 yeah, years yeah. ago, they just get lost in the shuffle somehow? But is there a reason, do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think the, the basic reason is the the surrender of people to the system. In other words, older generations, in my opinion, were more independent. They didn't have access to things as we did, even medical care. I can reminisce on my mother's access uh, to medical care and, and what that was like. That the, the independence that people utilised one or two generations ago has been surrendered to those that know better. And that means now that we give credit to anyone that um, is out there who claims to have uh, an ability to be able to, to help, we look to them rather than looking to our own resources. Good afternoon, Alan at East Maitland. Alan, you've got some questions for Dennis today. Yes, good, uh, good afternoon, Dennis. How are you, uh, um, uh, Alan? I have... Um, Neuropathy. Yes. I know there's no cure yes. for it, but yes. I it is very uncomfortable, especially yes. sleeping at night. Yes. I have been rubbing the bottom of my feet yes. before I go to sleep at night with stiff sore and sorry, yes. pain away, and even VIX, which yes. helps me sleep at the night. I'm just wondering if you okay. know of any remedy that could uh, give me a bit more comfort. Well, uh, neuropathy is a painful nerve-based condition. And you've rightly put it down to the fact that, that, well, there's no cure for it as far as I'm aware. And you've mentioned some good products, particularly Stiff Sore and Sorry. But uh, some of the uh, best feedback I've had uh, from people are those that have gone to their pharmacist and picked up a product called Zostrix, Z-O-S-T-R-I-X. Now, Zostrix is, Zostrix is used for the um, neurological pain associated with shingles. So it's, right. it's logical, therefore, that in a condition there, which is nerve-based and very painful, it is logical that Zostrix, which is based on a concentrate of capsicum, may have some benefit when applied, uh, topically, of course, uh, to the area. Um, it's worthwhile giving a go. Your pharmacist is your best advisor on how to use it. I believe it comes in two strengths. It would be used topically or applied. And as I frequently say with 
most prep well with all topical preparations regardless of who recommends them always do a little patch test to give them a trial run but yes. go, go to your good pharmacist uh, and talk to them about Zostrix for the neuropathic pain associated with neuropathy. It might just push you in the right direction. Okay, best of luck with everything there, Alan. We'll move on now to Maryland for Len. Uh, Len, you have a painful elbow and some gout uh, disruption. What's happening, Len? No, well, it's just... Um, thanks, Dennis. Pleasure, Len. Um, what, I, what I've got, I, I bought a copper bracelet for my uh, arthritis in my hand. Yes. And ever since I put that copper bracelet on, I've got this niggling in my elbow. It's just a niggling pain. Um, and I take Panadol, it sort of eases it, but um, I used to suffer with gout in my elbow, okay. but I take my Xylopril every yeah. day. Okay. Look, to me, it sounds a bit gouty. It sounds right. a bit gouty, and I know how effective Xylopril is, but mm-hmm. not everyone that uh, that uh, uses xylopram gets the result that they would expect. Uh, let me say it's a very, very good medication. I've got no problems with it. But I, what I have reckoned to pe- recommended to people, and I would recommend that you perhaps take this on board because uh, it sounds a bit gouty to me, um, mm-hmm. get hold of a preparation that you can get from your health food store or uh, a pharmacy, a uh, a product called Gout Fighter. Gout now, Fighter. Gout Fighter is an yeah. encapsulated preparation from a good American yeah. company uh, that I know a lot about. I did a lot of consulting for them years ago. It's based, interestingly, on a concentrate of cherry. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people might begin to laugh at that, but, again, uh, <laughs> a lot of things we see as foods uh, are a bit more than that. They are medicinal foods. And cherry and its constituents have an adequate reputation and an adequate literature to support their use ongoingly as an agent that lessens the circulating level of uric acid and therefore alleviates a lot of what are called gouty symptoms. Gout fighter is a, a good preparation, a good company behind it. I have no interest in the company, so I'm, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. But look, try it. It's in encapsulated form. There are two levels of dosage. Uh, take the higher dose first. I can see no reason why it would clash uh, with, with, with allopurinol, so I'd give that a go because, to me, that's what it sounds. I've had gout myself, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the elbow is a favourite target zone for it. Running out of time, so your topic will hold over till next week. Yeah, uh, we're Greg's yeah, here with you. Yeah. Uh, last uh, bit of email coming through here. Um, some advice on skin tears. A 57-year-old worked outside their entire career. Skin on the forearms breaks easily, leaves terrible blood, blister-style marks. Uh, I've always used the 30-plus and moisturise. Any thoughts you can pass on for Lee at Lemon Tree Passage? Very quickly, Lee. What I'd suggest you do is go to your health food store or pharmacist and get hold of what, what are called bioflavonoids. The most important one is rutin, R-U-T-I-N, which has the effect of lessening uh, capillary hemorrhage or bleeding. I know that's a very brief answer, but it's a good starting base. Can't do you any harm. And try, if you can get hold of it, some oil of um, chickweed or even primrose oil topically. Bio, bioflavonoids. Mm, bioflavonoids. And, uh, rutin yes. is the, the major bioflavonoid and either oil of chickweed or uh, the primrose oil used topically. 
best of luck with that, Lee. And uh, who knows, maybe in a little while, Lee, maybe by the time mm. next year rolls around, she can uh, call back and let you know how she's gone. How she's gone. All right, Dennis, I know you'll be wrapping up the year over the next couple of weeks. Mm. Uh, Greg will be looking after you then. Mm. So uh, in the meanwhile, mate, because I won't see you, have a great Christmas. The same to you, Mark. It's been a pleasure to do business with you. <laughs> No money was exchanging heads. Um, All right, mate, you have a great weekend. 